0: Hello, and welcome to episode 13 of North Point Plus. Lucky 13. Yeah, lucky number 13. We'll see where everything goes after this episode. It could go really well, or all downhill. (laughs) 13 is full of wonder. (laughs) Oh, well, I see what you did there. Uh, This is our follow-up podcast for those that uh, may be unfamiliar. uh, We have our messages and our gatherings on Sunday mornings, and this podcast is an opportunity for us to gather together again virtually uh, to answer questions, to continue the conversation. It's a blast. We love doing it. Um, So you can submit questions through the app, and then we'll try to get through as many as we can. And if you don't, I get to preach for another 20 minutes. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) Yeah, so which do you want more? Uh, Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Mark Adkins, to my left... uh, uh, Rick Rubel. Rick, we just kicked off our Christmas series. What's it all
1: about? <laughs> What's it all about? Anyhow, um, uh, the theme for this series is a, uh, a Christmas Uncluttered. Yeah. Um, removing to make space for what really matters. Yeah. And uh, and so the first part of the message I just talked about how important that is to to clear stuff out yeah. and to, to make space. Um, yeah. And this particular week we talked about about removing busy mm. and exchanging that for wonder uh, for yeah. for really working this Christmas in particular to try and um, uh, recreate uh, reestablish regain uh, to experience wonder because it's a it's such a waste to go through Christmas and to get to the end and never really have encountered yeah how much God loves us yeah
0: yeah and you think about I mean typically when you think about opposites. You're exchanging busyness. You think about the opposite of busy is just not busy. It's nothingness. But really, that's not what we're missing. We're not missing out on nothingness. We're missing out on the opportunity to be in awe and in wonder and to engage with the people around us, the things that are happening around us, so i'm yeah, I'm super excited, and we have this cool uh, Christmas walkthrough experience that yeah. helps people do that. so if you haven't come to that yet, uh, that happens Fridays and Saturdays this coming weekend and next weekend from six to eight p m It's awesome. It's so nice and quiet,
1: and if you're watching in the future virtually. Um, too bad. You missed that.
0: <laughs> you, you can no longer unclutter.
1: That's right. <laughs> you're stuck. Um, I, I will say this kind of before we jump into talking about this yeah. week's message. It, it really was a very fun thing to think about. Okay, what are the things that characterize Christmas? Yeah. And and are they really the right things? And what kind of things do we need to swap out for something else? Yeah. I, I, you know, when you're, when you're speaking, you you check synonyms for different words to try and and find the words that that um are the right words mm-hmm. to to communicate what you want yep and and so i did a i was doing the synonym search uh, search for exchange trade <laughs> swap you know what what is it that that we need to get rid of something and replace it yeah. with something else and so um the whole concept of of uh, busy versus wonder i thought i thought was a uh the right thing because yep. it gets really easy to just miss it at Christmas yep. time, to miss the wonder piece. Yeah, and I think you
0: touched on this in your message, too. I think that concept of remo- intentionally removing so that you have space to add is yeah. really important because our culture just likes to add. We, yeah, Just put more stuff on it. Fill your calendar. Fill your to-do list. Fill your a purchase list for shopping for gifts yep. and all of that. And you never stop to think, do I have to do this? Should I be doing this? Is this worth doing at all?
1: Right. And and lots of times we experience something really cool. Like we go for the first time to an event or an experience or whatever and think, this is so good mm-hmm. that you think then every year... <laughs> That's what you have to do <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> without really realizing that it's yeah. lost its wonder. Part of its wonder was that it was new and fresh. Yeah, And and again, if I go back to the light experience, yep. um, I, w- one of the things that I love about our approach as a staff and leadership at North Point is we sat down this year and said, yeah, what we did last year with the drive-through experience, that was so good yep. and so appropriate for last year in the midst of COVID of COVID, mm-hmm. um, where everybody's concerned about, say, social, social distancing and, and all of that stuff. And that this year, while all those things are true, people are in a different place and we needed right. a different kind of experience. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'm excited. So if you haven't come to it yet, there's two more weekends. It's a blast. If you have come to it, come again. Yeah. There's always more come hot cocoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's a blast. Yeah. Um, so this first question is
1: a real, uh, hard... before we get to the <laughs> first question, there was a question submitted so that you know that uh, Mark doesn't want to answer, but I think you need to... <laughs> That's you, one you, way you, of characterizing it. <laughs> I, th- I think you need to ask the question as it was submitted. A
0: question came in
1: yes, asking,
0: was that Mark Adkins playing electric guitar? If so, go Mark. It was my evil twin <laughs> that we gave the opportunity to just play on a Sunday. He tried out. We're not so sure how it went.
1: Mark <laughs> was out of the sound in tech booth and yeah. on stage playing the electric guitar. Yes, it's that's a blast.
0: Love yeah. doing it. Yeah. So yes, it was me. Good, you found because it's, be <laughs> it's not going to be me.
1: It's not going to happen.
0: Yes. Yeah, so now that that hard hitting journalism
1: is out of the way, <laughs> that's absolutely the, the inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Donna Seeger, for that question. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: This. Uh, I think it was a, a question that even in conversation that I've had with with people about this, this theme that we're doing of A Christmas yeah. Uncluttered, this question came in and asks, are there circumstances when busyness creates wonder? So we had talked about in the message, you have to remove busyness yeah. in your life, and that's how you make space for wonder. But are there circumstances where busyness can create wonder?
1: I, I think that the answer to that is yes, in that... Sometimes we're going, 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 going and something just like smacks hits us in the in the middle yep. of the face and it causes us what's it cause us to do? I, I think in the midst of the busyness, it causes us to stop yep. and reflect. Yep. And um and and so it can happen out of that. It that's not the path that I would recommend to make things so right. busy that that um the wonder is accidental. Yeah. God does enough of accidental wonder mm. uh, into our life, and yeah. I think that he can bring that in easier when our schedule is not quite so packed. And so yeah. making space to be able to experience that, um, uh, removing some of the busyness yeah. so that so that we're more attentive. Because sometimes I think there is wonder all over the place. Yep. Um, and we just miss it because we're going too fast.
0: Yeah. And I think it's it's about fighting this. We've talked about this. It's about fighting this mentality that our culture has of just more, 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 right. and more. And so even in my mind, I wrestle with this where it's like, well, if I'm doing more things, I have more opportunity to encounter things that I have yeah. wonder about. And I like the phrase that you just used about not encountering wonder accidentally, not yeah. just stumbling into it where it's, you know, my, my calendar is filled, my whole day is filled. And yeah, I might stumble into it every now and then. But am I really intentionally seeking wonders, specifically what we're talking about? Like, am I seeking Jesus throughout my day? Yeah. Because I can stumble upon him, sure. But is that really the point, is just to stumble upon Jesus every now and then?
1: Right. I think it's so much more effective to be looking for how God's working. Uh, We've been talking about that for a year and a half now. Yeah. Um, But to be looking for how Jesus is working in your life and say, oh, isn't that cool? Yeah. Um, As opposed to... Um, you know, going to the end of the day or the end of the month or whatever and saying, I'm just worn out, yeah. So, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And that leads to so uh, one of the concepts you talked about, uh, exchanging busyness for wonder is this concept of Sabbath, which we had talked mm-hmm. about, I think, earlier this year. Yeah, you would preach on the Sabbath. Um, and this is a great question, uh, because inevitably, when, when anyone talks about sabbath or giving or anything we try to like align it into our lives and if it doesn't align perfectly how it's talked about then we think oh we're failing and we haven't checked the box right Uh, so this question comes in how do you keep a sabbath a sabbath day of rest yeah when you and your spouse work weekends you work opposite shifts uh night shift night shift versus day shift and on top of that you work 12 hour shifts so you're (laughs) you might not even see each other throughout the day so how with couples how do you how do you balance that and how do you actually take a Sabbath and that that question is submitted by a cop and a nurse uh, <laughs> so very different schedules schedules can change week to week
1: how do you balance that I, I think that it's really difficult yeah you know I, that's that's the bottom line yeah it, that's a hard thing to figure that out I think I think it does help to recognize that there are seasons that you go mm-hmm. through and that um, uh, the, the appeal of balance, perfect balance, it, it's a mirage. Yeah. You, you can't really get that. And so there are seasons that, um, that things are better and, things, uh, and seasons that you go through to just kind of work through it to yeah. get to the other place. I, thi- I do think that for, uh, you know, for a cop and a nurse who are married to each other, you've got to be really intentional to figure out when you're going to spend time together mm-hmm. and how to do that. And I think that, that if there's a way that in the in the mixing of your schedules, yeah. you can say, "Okay, we experience this many hours on a typical day that that we're able to be together." Figure out when that is, and and then maximize it. Yeah. Uh, maximize it in, in terms of Sabbath. I, we were we were talking um, we were talking ahead of time. About um, when I was working on the message, just studying about yeah. uh, Jewish perspective of Sabbath yep. um, in our current culture—not New Testament times, but in our current culture—and and while they still many Jews, uh, especially the the devout Jews, yep. that um, that honor Sabbath in a very particular way, um, and try and do it according to the Old Testament law. Yep. What they really try and create is an opportunity to have a day together where they can experience family and joy and God in that context. Yeah. Um, and so they do prep ahead of time so that it's free when they're together. And and so for the cop and the nurse, I think that's a that's a really cool concept to say, okay, we know that we're gonna have these six hours or these eight hours yep. that I mean you know, maybe it's from four in the morning until noon right. on, on a particular day. And and we want to carve that out to rest and to to enjoy being together as a family without any other distractions, and to really let God speak into that experience. And so yeah. what you do is on the other times, you're doing all the laundry, you're doing all the stuff. Um, yeah. And and even, I I think if I can integrate some of the ideas from the message, that you that you do in that family time in that date. Night that date morning that what, whatever that experience is <laughs> yeah. that you free as many things up uh, so that you can do that together and that God can be a part of that mm. and that you're not because that's the time that you have together you're not doing errands together you're not you're not filling responsibilities and right. you're not just checking off oh this is our date night right. that you're really finding wonder hmm. in in that time that you have together yeah. Um, it is it is interesting, I think, that in terms of what the Old Testament teaches uh, about Sabbath, that there is a sense of Sabbath for the community, mm. but there's also a sen- sense of Sabbath for for an individual. Yeah. So when God says, I'm going to give you this gift, yeah, it really is for everybody to experience together. But, but there's a sense in which it's for an individual, too. And so, yeah. you, so you create Sabbath so that you can be a better spouse, yeah. so a better husband, better wife.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we were, we were even talking uh, before we were recording about how, it, and I'm certainly guilty of this, that to really understand, uh, we had talked about Sabbath basically means stop. Right. There's a sense of the word where it means stop doing, just stop. Right. (laughs) And we don't like it. (laughs) Woo, yeah, We, even in talking, you know, and again, I'm holding myself to this. Like, I'm bad at this, where the thought of just doing nothing is like, gosh, that's so boring. (laughs) Like, I want to do something. Maybe I'll read or maybe I'll catch up on the news or maybe I'll... You know, I like to draw or to paint or do like I like to do those things. And I think that's good. There's a place for that, certainly, where that's restful, that's rejuvenating. I can find wonder in that. And at the same time, I really do think that's something that we need to wrestle with as a church is it is there. Does there does there come a point where I actually do need to just stop even for a little bit, maybe a minute or five minutes or 10 minutes and just stop and rest and let God minister to me and speak right. to me and just and again we we tend to to go to the point where i think well if i'm just doing nothing if i'm just stopping i have to like go to a dark room turn off all the lights sit in the corner mm-hmm. face the wall and then then i'm doing nothing and that's not really what that concept of
1: sabbath stopping means right um we tend to be so busy that if we stop this is my experience Yesterday afternoon, <laughs> preached two services, gave blood afterwards, went to lunch with Deb, went back home, turned on the football game, um, and stopped. Yep, and fell asleep. <laughs> I, our yeah. our our deal is when we stop, we usually are so tired. Yeah, that that we just sleep. And the and part of the benefit, and I tr- tried to say this in the message yesterday, is that that it's not just a stop for the sake of stopping, but it's a stopping so that we can reflect, mm. uh, so that we can experience that wonder. You yep. can't, um, we don't very often stop and wrestle with the thoughts that are going around in our mind, mm. um, whether those thoughts are about the goodness of God, yep. whether they're about um, areas that God is dealing with us in, yep. whether they're about relationships that, that are either so fulfilling or sometimes so broken that they need to deal with where most of the time when we stop we either sleep or we start writing okay this needs right. done this needs done. this needs done and it and it really is um that concept of experience and wonder in order to do that we've got to pause and we've got to reflect
0: yeah yeah when i even think about i mean what's so cool about what god sets up is that he models sabbath rest for us yeah and obviously God is different than us in that God doesn't need to sleep. Right. So when, you know, God created the earth and then had his time of rest, it doesn't mean that he like literally shut his eyes, turned away from the earth, but there's a resting that takes place. And so I think for us can sleep be a part of that? Sure. It, yeah. it will always be there. I I but wonder that moment of not not just falling asleep. That's not what Sabbath yeah. rest means.
1: <laughs> sorry, sorry jumped on top of you. No, yeah, good. I, I the um when you think about okay, what did God do on the 7th day? Yeah. Uh, I think at some level he experienced wonder. Yeah, I, th- I think he just kind of looked and said, "Wow, look at those giraffes eating from those trees. <laughs> wow, look at those rhinos doing their thing yeah. in the mud. Look at the elephants taking a bath. Look at Adam and Eve and and what they're doing in the garden. That's just so cool. I, I think that God reveled in yeah. his in his creation." And that was his sense of rest, it, right. I, you know. It, it, there really was that just this cool sense of, of what had happened.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love that. That's so cool. Um, well, that's all I got.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, just one one other thing that that I wanted to share that yeah. that um, that I think is uh, is important. It's easy. F- uh, well, it's hard for us to create time for wonder, mm-hmm. and and I think that we need to do that at Christmas, especially because there really are. Many opportunities for us to just see things and go, wow, that's yeah. so cool. Um, but there, it gets easy for us to have a task list. Yep. And, <laughs> and um, one of the things that we were talking about just in uh, the message, if you watched the message yesterday, I got choked up both services mm-hmm. talking about talking about holding our daughter Gabe that that Christmas in '93, mm. and and just the. Uh, I, I keep saying wonder, but the amazing thing that God came to Earth in the form of a baby, and that as a parent, once you start having kids and they're going through the stuff, you're trying to create experiences for them to experience wonder. Hmm. And lots of times, as a parent, you're um, you're all about the the experience and think, okay, check that off. We went to the light display. Check that off. We went to you know, we went to. uh, silver bells, check that off. We went to the, whatever. Um, and, and the difference between a parent and a grandparent (laughs) is most grandparents See things through the eyes of their grandchildren, and so all of a sudden, you know, what's the difference between parents going for a walk with their kids and grandparents going for a walk? The parents are thinking, "I've got all these things I got to do." Yes, we need to go for a walk as a family. We're going to do it. (laughs) The grandparents, the the kid is saying, "Look at these ants," and the and the grandparents looking (laughs) down and saying, "Isn't that amazing? What those ants are doing? Where do you think they're going? What's what's he carry? How's he carry all that?" The the they're experiencing things through the eyes of their grandchildren and that's that's I think the thing that we need to capture is that there's yep. there really is an opportunity to um, to experience this Christmas through the eyes of people who are experiencing it for the first time mm. and um, and the, the same thing is true I, I think if, if you um, if you encounter someone who is very new in their relationship with Jesus and they experience Christmas mm. and recognize that God came to Earth, their celebration of Christmas is radically different than people who are just going through the motions of stuff. So yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, that's great. I love it. So I'm excited to to keep working through a Christmas uncluttered. Yep, and see all the other stuff that we can remove uh, and make space for the things that matter. Make space for family. Make space for Jesus. Those
1: are great things. And so in the in the uh, vein of. Less is more. And, and and less busy, shorter
0: podcast. There you go. Amen. That's, that's our gift to you. There you go. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for submitting questions. Yeah. Uh, keep the conversation going. Uh, like and share the video. Subscribe. Um, we love interacting uh, on social media and keeping the conversation going. So thanks for doing that. Rick, thanks for your time. Absolutely. We'll see you next week. Yeah.
1: Number 14.
0: Woo!